This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Apparently they're more popular in third world countries and that's what they're trying, you know, as kind of like an AIDS, HIV prevention. Because here's the thing, what I learned from it is there's no reason unless you're like afraid of getting a disease you're about to die from, like to use a female condom. Like I'd rather not have sex at all. Welcome to Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. Every episode, we sit down with comedians, sexperts, and other notable people to share the most fascinating stories about love and sexuality. And now we're coming at you twice a week on Mondays and Wednesdays. So tune in. Welcome to Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. I'm Courtney Kosak. I'm Sophia Alexandra. And I'm Deb's brother, Dave. <laughs> oh, Deb. <laughs> shout out to Deb Rankin. <laughs> Second shout out of the week. Shulman. 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 She's married. Deb, when you're on the podcast being shouted out, you're Deb Rankin. Mm. Dave Rankin's sister. Well, what an honor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys, Sophia, do you have a very important story for us? <laughs> or thought or observation? I mean, this isn't important, but it's super dumb. Um, so, <laughs> the opposite of important. Yeah, exactly. So I think, but look, look at, I think the audience will get it, get a, get a kick out of this. You guys like me, right? You guys, you guys get a load of this, you guys. Uh, imagine me with like a Jay Leno chin saying that like, hey, guys, have you heard of this? You guys, you guys hear this? I hear about this. You guys hear about this? Um, so, okay. You know how, um, every couple years or so, like an, like an article makes the rounds about like some fa- like it's an interview with some famous woman and she's like, I'm not like other women. I wake up every morning and I give my man a blowjob, and if you don't do it, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> That's why he has a marriage goals. That's why he, he went, has affairs. Yeah. That's why he went on the side. That's exactly the kind of thing that whenever I read, I like always roll my eyes at and I laugh at. And I think it goes back even as early as like Courtney, uh, Courtney Love being like, I wake Kurt up every morning with this dick in my mouth. Did you say <laughs> and that? And it's like, dude, you also do heroin. So like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe him. we're not <laughs> taking your advice right now. <laughs> you think that's why she actually killed what him? Because she, she just wanted to stop blowing him? Yeah. <laughs> what if she bit his dick off? Like, there are oh, real God. conspiracies <laughs> that she murdered him to get out of BJ's. So like you promise every morning she's like, was sick of it after a couple of years. She's like, every morning you said, she's like, I know I did. I have to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> She's like, I have a sore throat. He's like, did you not make a marriage vow to me? That sounded like her comment. Yeah. If you've never heard his music, it sounds a lot like that. It all started with a I wish I was like you. That's what he sounds like when he comes. He's like, all I know is all I All I know is all I am. I'm scarred. Okay. 
That got weird. All right, so this girl's saying that they blow. I the feel guy like every... this all started. Kurt Cobain died all because of a seven day challenge. <laughs> yes, so but tell us about this great challenge. Yeah, tell us about what this I'm idea. What I'm trying you have. to do is I like low key made fun of it. <laughs> not low key. Do you high, not believe the women when they key. say that, or do you think that they actually I do it? I think that's a whole load of horseshit. Yeah. There's just no way you will give a blowjob every morning, no matter how you feel about the man. That's crazy talk. Mm-hmm. Like, what if he slapped you the night before? <laughs> Which I think could have probably happened to Courtney Love. I don't know. Um, sorry, Kurt Cobain, you're dead. You probably didn't hit your wife. I don't think so. Just your when wife. you say I'm Courtney, sorry. before you say the love part, I'm always like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to settle down like... I- I know that other people have my name, but no, <laughs> it's even worse for me because whenever anybody says, uh, so finally I go, what? Because <laughs> it sounds like the beginning of Sophia. So I'm like, what? Is that I'm real? like a dog who's just excited about like, maybe they're being bacon, but so no one finally. said bacon. <laughs> That's all it takes is the first syllable. I'm like, huh? <laughs> anyway. So I think it's not true. <laughs> I don't think that people are giving BJ's every morning, no matter what. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm going to say I've like, been promised that a few times. if you give BJ's all the time, like I totally believe that, but I don't think every day is like realistic. I don't even make my bed every day. And that's yeah, way easier. If you're like in a really long-term relationship too, just like you don't have any, you don't have an early meeting like, what, or 14 something. 14 years of straight BJ's. Mm. Like what? Is my like blood just forty percent come? Also, I feel like that is low self esteem. If you feel like the only way you're gonna keep your man is to give him well, a no, I think it's no. coming from a sweet place. I don't think it's coming from a place of like, oh, oh, you better not leave me. I mean, if it is, then don't blow your man, probably. <laughs> but I'm saying, do you think these this many women genuinely want to blow their men? Every well, morning? with Kurt Cobain, probably I she don't was think there's that many of them. If any, I feel like no, 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 like, with I love, I think. I think it, it was a, a lie, but B, I think it probably, if it wasn't a lie, was an attempt to keep Kurt from leaving her, which I think probably was yeah likely. She should just try to be not crazy. That would have helped also. That's the, hard. I've had girls. Dave, I've had a few. Dave, she's a fucking. Here's what I know. Here's what I know. I have been told a few times by some of the craziest mouth. girls I have dated that they're like that they'll blow me one time and go. Oh, I just want to do this. I do this every morning for you. I do like the craziest of the girls and I've dated crazy are the ones who say, Oh, I just blow. I would blow you every morning if we were together. Something that Sophia on came that up with this note, I challenge myself <laughs> to be crazy and to maybe try to blow Max yes. every day for yeah. a week. He doesn't know about this because he doesn't listen to this podcast because yep. he doesn't love me. <laughs> No, no, I think he does love you. And that's that's why why he doesn't doesn't listen listen to the the podcast. podcast. That's why Wade doesn't listen to the podcast. Actually, what I like to do is... What are you saying about my sister, Deb, then? No, What I like to do is when we drive somewhere, I like to throw it on in the car. I'm like, oh, crazy that this came (laughs) (laughs) on. Do you really? Turn it up. Yeah, I do. Jesse used to do that to me. I totally do. I'm I'm insufferable. (laughs) (laughs) What does he say? I think he tolerates it. (laughs) 
It's just like, oh, I guess we're not going to be talking That's in this our- car ride. What a relief. Oh, you want to hear my well, no, me talk? Look, do you know how much bullshit I, t- I listen to from him about his various whatever? It's like the least he can do is give me 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know. That's just a terrible review. He- it's like... Uh, he sat there. <laughs> no, no, no. He actually really likes it. Anytime I put it on, he really likes it. Okay. He just doesn't listen to podcasts when he like drives or when he runs or anything. He either watches TV or he's on a phone call. So it's like the leisure listening is when we're with the two of us are in the well, car. He's about to get Wade, a nice surprise. I'm saying listen. I'm going to make him listen to this episode so he knows about the BJ surprise. Oh, no. You know, oh, we, you're not going to. No, I shouldn't tell him. Wait up. Don't, no, no, you shouldn't tell him. Because I think maybe that's part of the experiment is to see what happens also on his end if you don't tell him. Do you think he thinks that like you did something I'm having wrong. an affair? <laughs> you did something wrong. <laughs> If no, I'm just insisting guys, on blowing him stop, every day and he's stop. like, oh my no, God, that's stop. so funny. This is really happening. This is now a seven day challenge. We're both doing it. Dave, if you want to blow someone too, you, you know what? I'm just going to stay, <laughs> stick to the ritual challenge. Keep it safe over here. <laughs> okay. We'll both do this. You don't tell the men. Wade also doesn't listen to the podcast. All right. Do you want to shake on it? Yeah. No, this is like a women's magazine rom-com moment. And Nate, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you guys will see this in the pages of Glamour. We'll see. <laughs> guys, this is Cosmo Spencer. I made it's my actually... man happy for seven days. Whoopee. You know, <laughs> like, good job. Oh my God. Please don't see what's Cosmo. This is isn't gonna, Cosmo Spencer. Is he going to be happy or is he going to be super er, suspicious? Like, suspicious. suspicious? Still a little wine drunk from Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I think suspicious probably. But then also, who questions it? He's who looks a gift blowjob in the mouth? Uh, I think Wade might be like, after, okay, but after day three, like day three. After two days, probably he'll be like, are you sick? Yeah, like, what's up? <laughs> Every morning, and you guys are going to have to like get up earlier. Oh, means. shit. Max wakes up like an yeah. hour before I do. Yeah. Son of a bitch. God Maybe damn. I'll change it to an every night challenge. I think it's no, way you more likely for me. You just have to fit How about it in. daily. Let's just a it's daily. daily. You yeah. have like from midnight. Anything to you get that extra hour sleep to get a BJ. I like it. Midnight to midnight. Got okay. it. You got to pin him down and blow. <laughs> so He's like, hey, no, I really have this meeting. Shut up. I'm going to stretch out my jaw tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Is it starting tomorrow? Yeah. Listeners, no, Monday for me. Oh, well, maybe Saturday or Sunday fight. Well, today, no, today is today is Wednesday. Time. We don't have to do it at the same time. We can start at different days, don't we? We can. I mean, if we want. It's I up think to you. it's easier to stay with the momentum of a challenge if we're doing it at the same time. Well, also, Max is out of town. So. Oh, so it starts Monday. That's great. I need a couple days to prep. Do you want me to just blow someone else? What, do you, what does prep mean? I don't, what are you guys doing? What's just prep? like rest. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not prepping. I mean, maybe getting I feel like drunk you guys have been right with you. It's not like no. you're blowing strangers where you're like, I don't no. know what I'm going to get. It's like, I, I know this motherfucker. I know what it is. Yeah, like, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I know what to do, right? You feel so pretty you strong. So you blow to completion. You can't hop on and... No, you got to complete... Completion. Or it's not a blow Because you want to see it's the effects. foreplay. Okay. You want to see... Right? That's right. just the difference. Well, what do these What do these girls claim when they're like, my man's so happy? Is that what they're... Are we, no, are we they're looking saying blowjob. I think it's full blowjob. Do you, do you think we're going to see a, a positive effect? I don't know any examples of these women. Sophia's supposedly heard of I several. I think they're just Pop lying. culture bullshit. I think just even lying. not... Who was it? Monique or someone else? Like Victoria that. Beckham or something? I don't know. No, what? some like famous black star that I like said that. That's why I think it was Monique, but maybe it was someone else. What would you, what would Monique's happen? Monique's in an open relationship. What would happen if after the seven day challenge? But that doesn't mean anything. She can't blow like her man if she's in these next seven days. No, no, no. Just, 
point of interest? What? what would happen if in these next seven days you blow your man and he's the best partner he's ever been? Like, what if he's just like it's beyond, like he's done any, like he's never done anything like he's mm-hmm. done for you after the seven days, like you're getting all these perks. Would you just keep going? Maybe. maybe there's this famous, maybe they're onto something. One of the most popular modern love calls. So wait, the latest, why I give my husband a BJ every day was on scary mommy. And that was like a big viral thing that people were like, Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, come on. It's so funny. The most famous New York times modern love column. One of them is about this woman that only gives her husband positive reinforcement. Like she stops bickering with him Mm -hmm. and she just, and this is like the ultimate positive reinforcement, right? What a blowjob, a blowjob. Unless you're like insulting him while you do it. (laughs) No, it's like, unless that's what he's into. It's like the biggest gold star. Right. So I feel like you would have a, a happier person on your hands. No. Is, I mean, dude, if you're saying will get getting oral make you happier than fuck. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But like, that's the thing. What are these women claiming is that it just what is it because it makes them happy that they do it just because he's just a happier person because I, I think do it's it? just honestly, it's like another way to be like, I'm not like other girls. That's what I'm thinking. I go to sleep in a football jersey. I drink beer and eat wings. And, and I those stay are the girls tiny. that tell, have told me that they would do it to me. They're like, they're like, I'm not, I'm, I'm different. I'm telling you like a performance of being like the most sexual female but even them even the most desired female stereotype exactly it's like it's like yo you're not gonna do that i know you're you're already lying i think the girl who gave me chlamydia said that actually (laughs) we had one night guys beware if a woman promises you a blowjob every day she's gonna give you chlamydia yeah it's she's just lying on that note there's no way so you can do the seven day challenge along with us yeah if you want to blow someone for seven days and see if it changes them or, or you. you. Or you. We'd love to know about it. Uh, okay. We have a super fun guest today. She is the senior editor and Playboy advisor, Anna Del Gaizo. Did we have so much fun with her? So much. Yeah, she's rad. She, she's rad. she was hilarious. I'm she's like, so funny and cool, and I love her voice. Drum roll, you guys. We, I am, I'll speak for myself. I am super excited about this week's guests, Anna Del Gaizo. And you said the name? She got it right. We're all excited. Nobody does that. Thank you. (laughs) It's a beautiful name. Yes. What's your heritage? Like, Um, the name is Italian. I think it was originally Spanish. It just means of. Geyser. Of the Geyser. <laughs> yes. And then, um, what the fuck's French, Geyser? English. It's a, t- I don't know, it's probably a town or something. Oh. But there is, apparently there's Del Geyser pasta sauce somewhere yeah. in Italy that some of my far yeah. distant relatives makes. <laughs> but I don't speak Italian or anything, so please don't ask me. <laughs> You're actually from New York, right? Yes. And how long have you been in LA? For almost two years. It'll be two years in November. How are you liking it? Congrats on here. Liking it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone I know from New York lives in LA now. That's so <laughs> true. But Why is that totally, happening? I think people are bored there. I don't know. I mean, I came out here. I at least had a reason, like a job. Mm. Um, but yeah, I have so many friends who are just like, I'm 
I'm over it. And I don't know. I miss New York. I would have probably stayed if I hadn't had a real reason. Born in New York? Yes. Yeah. A breeze side. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm not I always, proud of that. I feel like LA kids are like sophisticated, but like New York kids that grew up in New York, it's like so sophisticated you can't almost can't even trust (laughs) yeah like doing whippets that you bought from a bodega when you're 13 (laughs) that's amazing and harlem is very sophisticated (laughs) no you just start going out earlier because you're not waiting to get a license right and like i didn't even need a fake id until i was like 17 so yeah and also the city's so dense you know, in LA yes. to like experience a lot, like you have to drive. Mm-hmm. In exactly. New York, you just are like, oh, I just walked or took the metro and I've just experienced like a shit ton in one day. Yes, totally. You can get into a lot of trouble. I just used to like going to the plaza, like the Oak Bar, and I'd be like 15 and say I was a buyer for Barney's and like, <laughs> old men to buy me $22 drinks. And they, I, they thought my friend and I were hookers because we used to go there so much. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. <laughs> we were like, no, we're just poor teenagers. So. That's like all hilarious. New York kids have these stories. I know. All these crazy stories. Oh, yeah. just doing I, stuff. I was an hour away from New York, so we would travel oh. from Connecticut and we would move. Yeah. I mean, one day we would have like a lifetime of stories of like right. stuff we tried to pull off and get away with and. Yeah, where in Connecticut? Uh, Ridgefield. I think I've heard. It's of like it. you know, like Greenwich. <laughs> I have uh, family in uh, Westport. Yeah, and West, right, friends in Weston, Fairfield County. That's yeah, that's totally. It's pretty uh, fancy. I mean, I'm fancy. <laughs> so, but you do totally grow up fast in New York. Like, what yeah. were your like firsts? Like, when were like people starting to hook up? And, oh, like, um, in middle school for sure. There was like a gang. I forgot what they're called, but we were like in sixth, seventh grade. And to be a girl member of the gang, you had to give at least two members, two guy members of the gang, blowjobs. In this place, it was like a, a courtyard. Well, this um, seems heavily <laughs> weighed towards <laughs> the men. Building. It seems like a pretty raw deal yeah. for the women. And it was called Squally Park. And like my friends would go do it like on the, our like lunch break. And like, I actually, I'm so proud of myself looking back. It's like the one dumb thing I didn't do. I like did. I was like, you guys, this isn't a real gang. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're in middle school. Like, That's they hilarious. Just, they just want their dicks sucked. Like, You're like, no one's getting murdered here. Just yeah. don't suck their dicks. Yeah. Didn't join the gang? Didn't join. No, I, yeah. I waited until um after eighth grade and then just... Some guy uh, told my parents I was going to Blockbuster, not to date myself. And this guy, Scott Allison, if you're listening, you motherfucker. Um, yes, Scott Allison, <laughs> he get your act together. And I just like, took him to some underground alley air, like thing outside my building. And then he showed up at my my new high school a few days later and um, carved slut into my locker. <gasps> so, I thought you had me a skateboarder and then you totally lost me at carved no. slut into your locker. You lost me at Scott. Yeah, That's you don't a terrible name. Just period. Yeah. Don't and his last name Allison. Yeah. Mm. First name, first name. <laughs> and yeah, especially like a guy with a female first name, last name. Yeah, he's got things he's going to be trying he to make up troubled. for. So <laughs> that was a great first... I feel like kids in New York do drugs like yeah. way earlier and more aggressively. Mm-hmm. I mean, LA is kind of that way, I guess, too. That's just city life. Yes. They're, yeah. We had like we a resident. Drugs, My yeah. high school was like this bougie 
progressive alternative private school and we had a resident drug dealer who actually it's because of me he um, <laughs> was there every day because he was like this polish guy with like bleach brown hair and wore like fake fendi suits and i met him on the east side one night and he said oh, like, do your friends do people at your school do coke and stuff and i'm like yeah they're yeah. We do now. And I, I was like, just show up at three o'clock every day, and it worked. Oh my god! <laughs> he's not like subtle with his like look. No, but it, no. But he was kind of a teenager too, I guess, where he looked young, so he kind of blended in. And but I also love yeah. that you had enough like like wherewithal to be like, okay, yeah, I would like drugs. I would like them to come to me <laughs> right. at my school at the end of school. <laughs> that is really smart. New York like, was on that tip, I like even in the nineties, uh, dating myself, but like we had friends that would travel to New York or like they'd get the delivery in the cubes of that amazing weed. Cubes. Oh, it was like yeah, cube, yeah. like incredible, incredible drugs I just in no general. Idea. Like right. we were in Connecticut, like there. how do we get drugs? And you just walk out on the street. I don't know. I never, it was never something yet to really look for. Um, yeah, I remember my for my seventeenth birthday, my parents gave me money to take my friends out. We just bought blow. <laughs> but we didn't know to like drink with it. So we just went to the Port Authority bowling alley and chain smoked cigarettes, <laughs> stared at each other. Yeah. It was on a Sunday night and then we had to like go home and try to sleep. And oh horrible. no. Oh, amazing. <laughs> this is how you get enough stories that you can be the Playboy right. advisor. Yes. <laughs> it's been like 20 years and I'm still doing the same dumb, close, yeah. dumb shit. So. Um, <laughs> so how did you, how did that happen? Um, I wrote a couple freelance short pieces for Playboy. My um, ex-boyfriend actually introduced me to the former head of content there because he knew I'm a writer and uh, they liked my stuff and asked me to come work full time. Amazing. Yeah. I've read some. That's of great. Your, that's, that's pretty rare, too. I know. So to I like move you all the way across a, the country, not somewhere cheap either. Well, they didn't move me, but they gave you a job. They did. <laughs> yes. Right. They inspired so, the move. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was ready for. So. That's dope. So yeah, I've actually read a bunch of things that you've written. So um, I think the last piece was about fem- the female condom. Oh, right. Yes. Oh my God. Can you tell us your, because I don't think I've ever known anyone else that's done it. No one. It's weird. I thought maybe <laughs> like I just hadn't, it was something on, not on my periphery and no, it's, um, they're rare. Apparently they're more popular in third world countries and that's what they're trying, you know, as kind of like an AIDS, HIV prevention. Because here's the thing, what I learned from it is there's no reason unless you're like afraid of getting a disease you're about to die from, like to use a female condom. Like I'd rather not have sex at all. Like it didn't feel good. It's, well, just picture a condom, but bigger and wider and saggier. So hanging like half half of it's outside your body and that's like how it's designed but then it just gets it just got mashed up and it was just like it didn't 
No bueno. Oh. Yeah. No. Well, I'm glad that the third world countries are the places getting That's those. What... Seems like it matters more there, no? I guess. Apparently, they're starting to take them off the market. I guess no one's buying. I think it's because of my article. <laughs> <laughs> but then I tried to get other people to use them to because my editor thought maybe we should get other perspectives to compare. It didn't work. Yeah. I gave one to my coworker. She said, oh, cool. I just started hooking up with this guy. This will give me an excuse to see him again. And she texted him, hey, my coworker gave me a female <laughs> condom to use. I need to use it as an assignment. And never heard from him again. Oh, <laughs> to this my day. God. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's the power of the female condom. Exactly. Can we all try this? This, it, this sex will be so Please. safe because the man will literally leave your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go. I'll bring you some you want to try it. I, yeah, I, I, I don't i get why uh, they're trying it. to push it in third world countries like i get that it's like the women can take control but i feel mm-hmm. like they need to be like no women you take control by being like men you yeah. put the ma- male condom on your fucking penis right yeah well it seems logical because you're like it's just a condom in reverse right but it's but- much harder to think about it a hole isn't designed to have like a loose like bag (laughs) hanging out of it exactly (laughs) also is probably the least sexy way i would not i just wouldn't have sex walk out of the bathroom because it said to go in the bathroom and put your one leg up on the counter they made it sound a lot more complicated because it comes with like seven steps basically just like shove it up there and hope yeah and hope that bag works out you have to walk out kind of like waddle because it's just like flopping against your leg and it sounds really sexy you're like i'm you're like going through putting on like like sexy lingerie but then you got this big old bag hanging out of your cooter you're like hey stop 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 you ready for for the sexiest night of your life slap 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 something about that bag made me lose my boner (laughs) jesus christ yeah hey you ever wanted a fuck a shopping bag before well 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 all your dreams are coming true tonight (laughs) guess what i squirted some oil in there first you're welcome (laughs) oh my god gross (laughs) fill it with like vaseline or something clearly we're doing a free ad for the female condom yeah i don't think they're gonna want to what's the best selling female condom out there Oh god, I forgot the brand I used, but it's really the only one. That's, there's only one. There's not a lot of competition out there. Everybody else pulled out of the market. They're like, yeah, there's no way yeah. this can work. They're kind of hard to find too. Like no, in, perfect. In That's what we need for condoms. Right? That's it's. You've checked off all the things that you want from your production. Hard to find. Perfect. Check. Feeling terrible. Check. Mm-hmm. Not sure if it's working. Check. <laughs> That's another thing. It didn't Never incredibly unsexy. <laughs> check how to lose a guy in 10 seconds yeah (laughs) do you how do you feel about birth control in general like do you have do you have like forms that you think are like thumbs up or birth control or yeah i mean straight up just for like i don't take like yeah she's saying are you doing stds or birth controls uh yeah both either i mean i'm just really reckless and always have been. I've been on birth control for since I was a teenager on and off because I used to get, I didn't get cramps, but I, the PMS that I got made mm-hmm. me like a mix. I'd vacillate between like wanting to kill someone and wanting to kill myself. <laughs> so Damn. they put it on to regulate my hormones and now I've just been on it, which is probably terrible. But uh, 
Like just a pill? Yeah. Ugh, synthetic hormones to trick your body. I mean, I'm sure it's. Yeah, I'm scared. I was on. Bad. I've been on like several forms of birth control, but now I just yeah use the rhythm method. I guess <laughs> it worked for Max and me for a long ass time. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah. currently, if it's someone you try, I don't know. I mean, listen, you get chlamydia, you take four Zithromax, it's fine. Like I know that. So right, <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but Dave is the number one chlamydian in Los Angeles. Stand up chlamydian. <laughs> Is that the name of your memoir? No, not yet. It's awkward, though. That's an awkward situation, but not that bad. What are you saying, right? It's not not that bad. bad. You just take a couple pills. Yeah, it's easy. The one time I got it, I was 19. I was in London. I, I didn't even know. I wouldn't have it's known. It's way sexier symptoms. now that I know it was a London version of chlamydia. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I got from the Dilty Sun. What? Very <laughs> my life on the C minus list. <laughs> yes. Okay. Tell us more. <laughs> I went to visit my friend and she was attending a drama school there um, in Swiss Cottage. And he went to the same school. He looked like something. So this was what, like early two thousands, but he looked like something you would have like. He was really cute, like blonde, and he was a little kid in Ransom, so Mel Gibson movie. Oh, so if you can, yeah. But he looked like something you'd scrape off the floor of like the Viper room. Like, oh, <laughs> like no, oh I think God. actually his style would be very current now, but not. When I met, but he was really cute. We never, we didn't talk. And my friend invited me to these like porn Sorry, awards. Sorry, time out. But I love how you're like, he's really cute, but just the harshest roast of all time. <laughs> and a nice LA reference too, for someone who's pretty new here. <laughs> Sorry, go well, on. Well, it's a famous. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, but like the big, like chunky cross necklace and weird ill-fitting black blazer and like kind of like that River Ugh. Phoenix hair, like coming down and the you know blonde oh. highlights anyway we he came Chlamydia. with my friend and me to like the british version of the avm awards i don't even know why we were there a friend of a friend. Oh. it's like porn awards it was terrifying yeah. walked in and there were like 70 80 year old women on like mechanical bulls like with dildos on them like and fuck machines pain. fuck machines yeah, actually, is that the actual name no, no it's, but shout out to them. our sponsor motor, motor bunny, bunny. <gasps> We'll throw the discount code up (laughs) at the end of the episode. Hey, if you want to get fucked by a machine, we know how. Like an 80-year-old woman in London. And (laughs) any 80-year-old women that are listening, you know, the motorbike is a good option. Accessible. It's like a mechanical well. bull with a dildo. It doesn't talk. That's what this thing is. Make one yourself if you have a mechanical bull. That's what this is. That's what we have. (laughs) Okay, so you went to the awards. Did any crazy shit happen? She got chlamydia. Yeah. So I got to the bathroom and Brawley, his name is Brawley, was just there. And my friend Ramey's like, I don't know why he's here. And he didn't really talk because he was on so many depressants and antidepressants and probably sure he was just like muttering to himself. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. He just followed me into one of the bathroom stalls. And just like bent me over and I come back to Raimi and she's like, what was that? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm full of STDs right now. I can feel it. Can feel <gasps> you it. called it? I could, fe- I could physically like, I had a Oh sex. my God. And we dated for two weeks. Oh my God. Right before I was going to get on my flight home, my friend Nathan found me and he's like, come running up to me. 
Like, I'm, like, with my luggage hanging out before. He's like, Anna, Anna, I think you have chlamydia. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> really God. Really bad British accent. Oh, my God. Did he know the guy? Like, he yeah, knew- they all went to school together. And he's like. This motherfucker. Yeah. He's like, well, Broly doesn't know he has it, but he was sleeping with this girl, Arabella, before you. And she has it. So you probably have it. And I went home. And he, thank God for Nathan. I love you, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't even have to wait for symptoms or any. You just knew that, like, that was probably something you were going to have to do. Yeah. Oh my, yeah, that's what happened to me, too. So that's, that's right. Good. I mean, I guess people who had symptoms, that's probably they probably don't feel the same way about chlamydia. No, right? but I'm saying at least it's easily curable. Sure. So I don't, I, no, I think people should use condoms, but here's, I know they're on the rapid decline, but also people are having less sex, right? Statistically, evidently. Yeah. They but, do say that about millennials. I don't know if that's just hype though. I don't I think know. it's true. I think it's because we're fucking our phones. Mm-hmm. I do too. I feel like. I'd buy I it. Know. I feel like, yeah. I mean, before people would just be like, I guess the only entertainment is. <laughs> I am, but that's just because I got the old P and the V or the what, old have you not P and the A. Huh? Have you not been able to? No, he doesn't oh. have it anymore. No, that was. That that's was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sad. just took was, the medicine. I wasn't 19, though. That was last year. It happens. Uh, yeah, it happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got really sick, like a bad throat thing a few months ago. And the doctor was like, it might be chlamydia. I was like, what? Of the <laughs> really? throat? Oh, no. But it wasn't. But still. <laughs> Did you have to get throat chlamydia tested? They took swabs of everything. I don't know. It was like just Just, just regular. Okay. That's good. But it, it was just like a cold or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was you're like you, you brought up you a like, bunch of shit from when I was 19. Thanks a lot. No, she would be happy. She'd be like, chlamydia, that's easy. Give me the pills. This right. will be quick. Well, I was like, can you just give me a, a prescription for Zithromax or an antibiotic in case? She was like, no. <laughs> well, they, I think because it's becoming like drug resistant. Yeah, right? exactly. All of our bacteria. Oh, that's are what the billboards are saying. Oh, what is it with the? That's a thing. LA has it. That New York does it. Yeah. Billboards. Terrifying. That's what terrifying. is it? What was the syphilis tsunami the one I kept saying last tsunami. year? I know it's really. The, they go over the top with they the billboards crazy. in LA, but also it works because they made me really paranoid, and then I got tex- tested. Yeah. So. It gets to you. It That's gets, good. It does get to you. <laughs> oh. You know okay. what else gets to you? My mom and I go to the same gynecologist, <laughs> and when I don't go, he tells her about it. He's such a dick. He'll see her. He'll be like, haven't seen Sophie in a while. What's I going on? Like she needs to come. Doctor patient confidence. He's been seeing me since I was like sixteen, so he just feels like I'm still sixteen. So he'll straight up just be like to my mom, "Yeah, she hasn't been by to get her pap smear. So, I don't know what's going on. Does she not care about her health?" And then my mom will like call me and be like, "Yeah, saw our doctor today. He says you haven't gotten your pap smear." I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> oh my god, that's way more effective than just mailing you reminders. That's that what you I'm need saying. <laughs> Because I'm ignoring those, <laughs> but it's hard to ignore my mom. Okay, you, you have another article that was about another hot topic, queefing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's <laughs> a classic. Please tell us your thoughts. <laughs> um, I wrote that for Broadly. It's been a few years now. I sent them many pitches. I threw that in at the last minute. And of course, that's what you they wanted me to write about. You don't have to stick to your, your like 2014 story about queefing. How do you feel about oh. queefing currently? <laughs> I still, 
I mean, I think I care less. But also, it hasn't happened to me in a long time. Oh my god, I did upside down yoga and I queefed <laughs> next to this man. That's amazing. And it was oh my god. And that wasn't a queef. I, I, I thought about it every day for like two weeks since. Did he did it sound different from a regular fart? I mean, it didn't matter, essentially. I think he was like, oh, she either really loudly farted or loudly queefed next to me. And I was just thinking about how it's hilarious because you would expect when it happened immediately, my instinct was to be like, oh, that wasn't a fart. It was a queef. And then I was like, why would you correct him? (laughs) But that was the first thing I wanted to say. And I was like, no, no, it's not what you think. My vagina farted, not my butt. And it's like, why would you? anybody that so yeah i know so that i did, didn't Somehow. say anything but it was so awkward and quiet and i was like well i guess they can't come back here for a couple weeks it's hilarious that would be my instinct too though and i i think the difference is it's not because it's not connected to shit which is way grosser yeah i'm like it's not smelly it's just mechanics that's right. what i wanted to say i guess but really no one needs to hear more about it i think anything that your body does that you can't control and yes. didn't anticipate is embarrassing it's like falling for yeah, sure yeah 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 like if you mean if you're falling on purpose imagine if you fell and queefed oh man <laughs> a what a rough night i'm a huge klutz that would happen to me <laughs> did it no, i'm saying sounds like do you usually but queefing doesn't usually happen on its own no no just in yoga i guess (laughs) i mean when you're hanging upside down in yoga weird shit happens your like knees are apart and whatever your vagina's taking in air is what i'm trying to say yeah it's doing some serious chaturanga dave i mean i think it's fine that you guys queef i mean because generally men are so disgusting and flagellant as it is like i it's okay that you have two potential areas that could potentially fart like because our one hole is already so gross it's as it so is true. like we're doing so much damage and we're farting all day Overtime. long constantly so it's like yeah like sure you maybe have two holes that could potentially fart but you're overall we're farting more <laughs> okay. Do you think so? Really? Or I think women are oh, better yeah. hiding it. No. no, men fart so much more. They do fart more. My husband, also, I feel like he's like get, putting me on. I'm non-stop. like, are you kidding? Yeah. Women are better at, at at hiding it. I will say. I but also, my farts aren't loud. Like, I don't yeah, even. When we fart. It's like a real. Fucking... I think guys like I hide it. Make I can hide it really it. well. Yeah. Yeah. Like we can hide it, but <laughs> when it comes down to it, like when you're in a relationship, and it's like we're past the hiding it phase. You're like, oh shit! You just fart a lot. Yes, guys do. And have every a clock. woman says that about their dude. When he, when it finally, it's time to stop hiding it. It's like, oh shit! This is how guys, you operate. Guys think like the the curtain can come down on that like immediately. I know it's the it's worst. Like, Maybe you get a month or two or something. Yeah, I, I read years. I the dated a girl for four years and never rose immediately. Didn't fart They're I kept like, quiet. oh, rare. I know, I'm a rare Brit. First but that was me at like I mean wait, long time ago. Uh, around your girlfriend? I haven't been in a relationship in a while. But like if I did it now, yeah, it would have to be sooner. Like because I think like the older <laughs> I get, the more I'm like, yeah, this is a problem that you're just gonna have to deal with. I try to never fart around a partner. Do you? No, I mean I guys I've been with like for years. Genuinely, I've convinced them like on a deep level that I've never farted. <laughs> <laughs> so can we just keep. Yeah, that you're doing well illusion? then. Hey, nice. <laughs> I love. Next topic, please. My first, my high school boyfriend used to Dutch oven me every chance he got. 
Like we'd be in bed. He would put the <laughs> covers over my head. Dick. Like hold the covers down around me so I couldn't move and I would just have to breathe. In. Dude, sometimes like we'll get understand. in a car and Max will fart immediately. And I'm like, we just got in the fucking car. You couldn't have farted before you got in the car? What is your damage? And then he'll roll the window up. I'm like, are you trying to murder me? Yes. It's the worst. And I immediately have to roll them down and he's like all guilty but like laughing. I'm like, what is your problem? So okay, so this based is a on this sad conversation, <laughs> I think women have no reason to feel sorry about queefing. No, we get it. Okay, uh, men, yeah. I'm speaking on behalf of men. I think you we just get have it. to laugh. I mean, yeah, it's not yeah. worth making a big deal about. Have you ever had like an experience with a particularly queefy vagina? No. Uh, oh, Dave. Dave. Oh, me? Uh, no, only particularly queefy. Then I think that should give every woman. Yeah. Not like an the, issue. I kind of like it. Like the it, opportunity it to realize to that hey, everybody queefs, right? Everybody, everybody does it. I kind of like it. it. Makes me smile. Yes. I kind of go. I kind of giggle. It's kind of funny. Time it yeah, they're fun. Like mortified. Right. I'm gonna write a children's <laughs> book called Everybody Queefs. Oh. That's, yeah, one, that's the one missing from the series. I think it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Different okay. animals. Yeah. It's funny that like after I wrote that, how many girls came up to me saying thank you and the no one talks about this. <laughs> Thank you for bringing it into the light. And making them See, no, not alone. you're normalizing queefing. <laughs> if you're listening, you so have a terrible stupid. queef story. Please contact us. It is real, though. You do need to talk about the stuff to realize that, like, literally everyone does it and probably they don't do it that much and like it's fine yeah like if he can't think of one woman that's been particularly queefy that means there's no such thing as a queefy vagina everybody queefs the average amount it happens i kind of like it sure some women about (laughs) some queefs i've never had to like sit the girl down and be like so let's talk about yeah what is the most the worst thing you think that could happen during sex that might would ruin it in Mm. the moment this guy laughed a lot and wouldn't stop and when i was I like what too. is your situation <laughs> Yo, he was like totally sometimes i just when i think about sex it's just think it's like so crazy and hilarious that like that's what we do we're animals i was like okay it's not that funny you just lost your erection like i don't <laughs> you know if I it was like haha but you were still hard fine but like yeah i didn't i slept with a girl and i was really excited it was in college and we were like building you know up to this you know, we were interested in each other and a lot of feelings. And then we finally have sex and we start having sex and her eyes are shooting around her head like a cartoon. And she's like laughing. She's like, ah, and her like, she's like losing her mind. Oh, well, and I was like, that, and that was rea- it. I mean, I laugh sometimes after orgasm, but not. No, this was like, yeah, consistently continuously having sex, like just laughing. Like uncomfortable. Like, Sounds like probably uncomfortable, right? Um, no, I mean we were pretty pumped about. It seemed like a f- physical maybe, reaction. Maybe it could have been. Yeah, I felt like that's yeah. just like this guy yeah. was thirty-one. Okay, he oh. should have known Your how to fuck. That's a mental, so psychological thing. That's <laughs> this is a long different. <laughs> but you know, some people like cry after they have sex as yeah. a release. Some people. What do people? Laugh. What kind of questions do you get over and over again that you're like, oh, this is. This is weird that I this this is so common. That's a good question. Um yeah, most of the questions, I don't know if there's one that's like in com- but it, it really all have to do with insecurity like is this normal or 
Um, so the queen, a lot okay. of guys just want to have more sex. I guess the people asking questions, are the ones that really need help and don't are really terrible. Like these things like talking to girls and having sex. So it's a lot of guys writing um, in. Yeah. Or just kind of like feeling like inadequate in their relationships. Cause we recently opened up uh, playboy's Instagram to ask questions, to the playboy advisor and got a lot of responses. I was surprised. Um, and the, yeah, a lot of people were like, mm, I feel like, my ex, my boyfriend or my girlfriend had more sex with their ex than me. And is it me? Mm. Things like that. Mm. Oh, weird. Yeah. You know what? I like that it's so human and not really yeah. at all gendered. Just kind of like. That's what I, I'm, and I'm trying everybody's when I write, insecure I about try that. to not sound like a gender or gender specific unless I'm talking about something that's specific to being a woman. But I really do think, and I, like I generally think people are, are fundamentally the same, and I don't think there are these huge fundamental differences between male and female. Like, I really think it's... Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And you would know from like having so many interactions with both men and women about really private stuff that has to do with mm -hmm. sex and sexuality. The best now is that people in my office are coming to me for very personal advice amazing <laughs> so do you feel powerful oh, i do <laughs> I put a you're like dance puppets I dance a, I, I made a question box for my I, one day I, oh nice i was like obviously i'm really busy and i cut up like, old playboys and was like with the elmer's glue <laughs> and stickers that's and really funny playboy advisor box and then you're like doing handwriting analysis on there you're like <laughs> all right yeah. well, Bob, look, those we questions know. weren't real all I got was like, do you prefer penis or vagina? <laughs> Personal question. Yeah. What are you doing Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> are, are you what is your ideal date? What's your yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been with women. Um, it's been a while. I think it's more because I just like to experience everything. Mm -hmm. But like, like I've gone down on girls. My heart's not in it. I mean, it's fun in a way, like to make someone scream, but. I was just like, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm doing this more for like my personal like so shock like value. Ego. Curious yeah. on the Kinsey scale, but not like. I mean, I think attraction is can yeah. be like you know, there's a full spectrum of it, but ultimately, like I know no urge and like i really appreciate women, and I'd rather look at a naked woman than a naked man. Mm -hmm. Usually, I get that. You know. I'm pretty straight, but I would also say, like, yeah, women are, like, probably better to look at. Right. And, like, <laughs> I've made out with countless women. I've probably been with more women than a lot of guys I know, but I don't mm. think that means anything. Yeah. Some of them have been prostitutes. My friends were like, and you don't have to, why would you go down on her? I'm like, well, I felt bad. I didn't want her to think like she wasn't so attractive. Oh. <laughs> like, well, you're paying her. I'm like, it's not the point. That's hilarious so and really sweet. Oh, tell us about this because I don't know if we, you hear about that women, that many women hiring sex workers. I mean, it was with my former fiance it wasn't just me alone oh gotcha. i don't have that kind of cash come on <laughs> <laughs> like we went he took me to las vegas for my 25th birthday and I get there and i'm like i want this i want that i want hookers he was like okay <laughs> like i'm like we're doing this properly. oh my god that's like a male fantasy i fell in love with a stripper named gia at the spearmint rhino and we spent six hours to, together and like i'd never seen a more beautiful human in person 
But I, she's the only one I still think about. Mm, it's weird. She got in she there. She was a full. She was a. She Tell identified completely Gia. as a I lesbian. I had a much different experience with Spearman Rhino. Did you? Have you been? Yeah, I went on my birthday, but right before I moved here, like the day before, and I was, I that threw up all over me. Kind of <laughs> Vegas kind of story. Like I was in a suit, and I was, <laughs> and I went there. Uh, I would say against my will, but just not in the right mindset. And uh, my card didn't ex- didn't. You know when like your your bank thinks that you're doing something fraudulent because they're like, this seems like a suspicious You're like, Dave in Vegas? <laughs> Dave Shut in it Vegas? Down, this motherfucker's <laughs> broke. <laughs> what are you doing in Vegas? Like, so they <laughs> shut down the car and they're like, you, and I was too drunk to like figure out what was happening and like make the call. And I had already like, I already had a stripper like in a private dance oh, and they're like sorry and like that we were already drinking the champagne <laughs> oh and then they're like the card didn't go through and, and they're like and she was bad at me and we had and and it finally we got it resolved and we had like 10 How minutes did left you, did you give her a lap dance at How the end i mean she hated me so, we, she was saying that they were going to call the cops on me oh, and no. so it was the worst strip club oh, experience God. i've ever had i don't so want to get happened? into it i mean she gave like we had 10 minutes left when it was all said and done i lost like 700 dollars, and she like kind of like angrily like danced on me for 10 minutes or something. Like, <laughs> Wait a minute, how did you lose $700? Because that's it cost like, no, I mean, I'm, it was probably $500 that I spent at like four, four in the morning, like drunk out of my mind on my birthday, like not even. At the strip club. It was because bo- you have to buy a bottle at Spearmint Rhino you, if you get oh. a private dance. They make you buy a bo- half, like a half a bottle of champagne or something. So you have to buy that. Then it's a half an hour dance. I lost. You I mean, so much money. And, and and by the time, yeah, the, by the time the woman, the, the, you know, the woman's like, "Oh, the card finally went through. You you handled that." And, you know, she's like, "Not into me." And uh, cool, killed the moment. Well, so tell us about yours. Yeah, yeah, tell us. It was better than that. Yeah, good. Her sounds so much sexier. I mean, I had a benefactor, so I didn't have to deal with any of that. <laughs> Bank of America, stuff. shout out to Bank of America. <laughs> it would be interesting to be a stripper who was just who was a lesbian because mm-hmm. you're like not even interested in what you're doing, right? Well, she said so. She, I think she was either engaged or married and lived in Orange County. Okay, and would commute there to Whoa. Vegas and she said she one of the reasons she was a stripper at a, a you know a straight strip club is because she didn't want to be tempted because oh. women wouldn't come in there I guess she was a very sexual being and and she was like then I saw you she cried I mean it was just like this we were together for hours and my boyfriend at the time was just like off doing his thing and clearly not having as much fun as we were and we were kind of pointing and laughing at him and we just it was like a bonding but yeah i ended up fully naked like oh i mean it was it was very intense i don't even know what to say because it just happened it's a real connection yeah yeah i love that Geo. but she's like yeah and ever I mean, wait a second that was my girl's name right, <laughs> does she have um a blonde bob nope <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> but yeah, she, this was a few years ago, so I we never spoke again. I don't know. Uh, that's that's, a, that's how most stripper stories end, by the way. Well, we couldn't. Uh, this was I forbidden. know everyone's like she's a stripper, she's paid to. I'm like no, I know women. It was different, it was different with, with us. It, it was different. <laughs> this was real us. love. You get it. What's it your real. What's your current relationship status? Oh. <laughs> it's complicated yes thank you <laughs> facebook <laughs> um i'm i'm single 
<laughs> yeah, because you giggled a lot for someone who's just straight up single. No, I am. I've been, it's been like almost a year being single. Yeah, I like okay. being single a lot because I like to do what I want when I want. Uh-huh. But like when I broke my foot recently, I had to walk my dog and I'm stepsling up to my building and I'm like falling down the stairs. You're like, crushing. damn. This is like, what he wanted a man? Fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> You're like can't give can't give this dog a walk alone, <laughs> but um, no, I'm like uh, uh, seeing. Uh, I don't know. I'm very awkward. I can't talk about relationships like per, like real ones or feelings. Are, I turn into like an eighth grade boy. Well, answer me this: are, Do you have multiple irons in the fire, or are you mainly stoking one? Stoking. Um. <laughs> mainly one okay yeah Yeah. okay okay i'm usually not secretive i don't know i just feel awkward no sure that's okay has playboy changed (laughs) i don't post half by the way yeah what's the what's the deal with like who's in charge now at a playboy that's another question i have trouble answering no his daughter was there for 12 years and left before a few years ago cooper hefner is the youngest of has children and pretty hot can i just Is say he? he's i do think he's pretty hot i interesting. he looks a lot like his dad i know his that's mom? the part that i'm like which one is his mom? kimberly conrad I don't who know. i she's actually lovely i went to uh i saw her recently at cooper's um she had a party in ojai She's so sweet. She told me I'm prettier than a Kardashian. That's A true. Be sweet. She's really funny. Um, yeah, and his grandmother. I like know the because I interviewed her for something. So oh, she amazing. yeah, so we bonded then. But um so he's uh kind of the chief creative officer, face of the company. And then we've got a new head of media who just came in and it's like I've never been in a company with more chiefs <laughs> changes and but so is he like the is he gonna be like half like is he gonna be like this face of this like with this living this lifestyle do you think is he gonna is that gonna is that over that Hefner thing that yeah what's he the did? Fun vibe because there's parties. something about half that I felt yeah. like was like this weird like royalty totally I don't think America, you can recreate kind of, that yeah and that was very of is, his is time. that completely dead you think. I think the spirit of it. I think people always associate Playboy with with that, and I think they're trying to to regain that kind of magic right now. They just opened up the reopened the Playboy Club in New York, and uh-huh. I was there to interview all the people running it, and it's actually beautiful. I was honestly really surprised. It like looks gorgeous. They put so much money into it, and they have the right people. The creative director is Richie Notar, who um co-founded Nobu and was like one of the he was a busboy at studio 54 like oh cool he, and then, yeah you know it's about glamour yeah so i think they're like kind of i mean so play there's are trying you know the decadence and yeah yeah like the glamour of that but i don't know i mean you can't things aren't the same like when you try to i mean yeah no. the, the mansion try to was recreate that, that right? i gotta say i yeah. am into like this whatever maybe it makes me a shitty feminist it's not the only way i'm a shitty feminist <laughs> but like i'm kind of into the idea there was some playboy was doing something in palm springs or whatever and i was like oh that seems <laughs> fun and like kind of playful and like you know whatever yeah our parties have gotten really good again they've hired the right people for those um 
It also like became a whole thing for humor too. I'm going to plug myself. No, but um, (laughs) I was on a Playboy list for like female comedians. They would like publish tweets and stuff. Like Sarah Benincasa was doing stuff over there. That is like really different having really like one thing that was always really strong about playboy is the literary side is it used to publish all of mm-hmm. the m- m- most exciting writers in america and um what's really cool about getting people like sarah and getting new voices in there and people bridget fetisy people like you i think it's clear that they're interested in evolving that it's not still the same old thing um i think the old kind of feminism that existed partly in half stuff but partly was absent i think the new voices kind of are adding the newer things that were absent while keeping the old tradition of like exciting literary voices you know definitely i think it was playboy has always been hinged on that kind of dichotomy the intellectual literally you know next to the kind of fantastical and arguably exploit exploitative but what's also i think one of like i just want the the chicks to have some agency like you know if like if you're like in on the whole thing and it's like yes they're beautiful we all want i follow playboy it's like we all want to look or whatever but as long as like they're getting paid fairly and like they're you know it's Mm -hmm. like a net positive then it's not exploitative i mean i've been oh that's not even the part that i meant i just meant like the gloria steinem Right. You know, sure, sure. Stuff. Well, the argument, yeah, and these bunny outfits now in the club again. Just about how exploitative they were of the workers. Not even, I don't even mean a woman choosing to pose in the magazine. I think, um, I think especially now, nudity is way different. I mean, speaking of you being prettier than the Kardashians, like uh-huh. that's that was- changed the culture so much once you've become a businesswoman and a self-made millionaire and whatever and it's all hinging on you using your sexuality, like the world is different. You can't put that back in the Definitely. Box. I mean, I've interviewed current playmates and ones from the 60s onward and Every single one has said that posing was the one of the most empowering things that they've oh, ever done awesome. in their lives. And yeah, I just want to give them, you know, the women we feature more of a voice and make them show what the well-rounded people they are and this more than just a body to look at because there's nothing shocking about nudity now. It's not the same as it was in mm-hmm. 1953. Like so what else is there it's and you know there's there's porn like go on Pornhub if you really want to jerk off to but yeah to get to know the women i love what you're saying about giving them a voice and it just also makes me think of like the old school thing about men memorizing the likes and dislikes and stuff of the models i mean what's that about if it was just about pussy and tits they wouldn't do that it is about connecting to whatever the fantasy is that's being pitched to them is you know it's about there being a real woman behind that and to know that she's into yeah Yeah. and i don't think those things were even real half the time right but it's just like understanding the men's desire to wanting to know like oh this woman's a yankee fan then like when i'm jerking off later like i can imagine shit that has to do like more specifically with me or whatever right so i feel like if you're my friend christine has a joke about it where like she's like i don't want to feel bad about men staring uh 
uh, at my ass uh, without learning something about me first. So I'm going to start making my own pants that say things on the butt about me, you know, like empath or whatever. <laughs> so, but that's essentially, you know, right. what we're and talking about. People could about. argue that she, oh, she's drawing attention to her ass, but the point is people will be looking at it anyway. So, right, exactly. So if you're that. here for the tits and ass, but also you're mm-hmm. here to understand that those come attached to a brain, to a personality, to a person. Yeah, that's good. That's better. That's why, I, that's why Instagram models sometimes piss me off because it's like they'll post some hot photo with some really lame inspirational quote. Oh, right. <laughs> like, come on. Just be honest and upfront. Yeah. Just be like, here's me looking really hot. Yeah, just here's me looking hot. You know, don't, yeah. Speaking of social media, your Instagram is pretty hot. <laughs> lots of lots of girls. Lots girls, of girls, girls. Girl, like playmates and. Yeah. And shoots I've worked on. And just it's you just being content. glam around town. May- oh, I don't. Is there girl? Really? You're sitting here. Like, <laughs> I don't know. She's like so casually hot right now. I wish you could see her. She's like, oh, what? This long T-shirt I'm wearing is a dress with my long ass legs. This, just this. Oh, no big deal. I'm bringing it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to scam on our guest, you guys. What's your handle? This Anna's bananas. <laughs> B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Um, it's supposed to be professional, but like, I love it. The handle. Well, I've only gotten any followers. Like when Nina Danielle, who's one of my best friends, uh Playmate of the Year. She, yeah. She put me in one of her stories and I got two thousand followers from that. Holy uh, shit. Amazing. It's crazy. It looks like I bought them. embarrassing yeah with your fucking looks and brain you (laughs) bottom but um i don't know i instagram uh, i really honestly i put pictures of myself and the women we feature because i use instagram for work so much and i can't Mm -hmm. look i have to look like an active real person if i'm gonna be hitting up models and Mm -hmm. talking to them on instagram or else it'll just be seem creepy so it's like this is legitimizing. Do you feel you like on girls from on Instagram for for money? Yeah, <laughs> like you like me. approach. You yeah. want to be a Playboy yeah, model? Yeah, you like approach. You Venmo. approach Instagram models for yes. a living. Yeah, I get paid to do this. Oh. What's been, amazing to me? I've been sliding to DMs for free. <laughs> I think because idiot. of Instagram is how many people think they can be models now. Oh, guilty. <laughs> is there any? Is Call that is that working? Models. Are there? Is there a is. Is that is Playboy nabbing Instagram models and making them playmates? Is that happening? I mean, we use Instagram. Yeah. I mean, we go through agencies, but yeah. it's, it's just a really immediate you know, way to talk to do someone. Do you know who my favorite uh, recent model is? I think who I follow, it, mm-hmm. Brooke Powers. Oh, yeah. She was her? Playmate of the Year 2016. Okay. Standing on you, Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her. Yeah, no. she's cool. She's she seems just, cool. Yeah. And she's got she's got an adorable baby and a hot model husband and she's, she's killing like, it. Why she rides horses, she surfs. She just She's got like a uh, separate art account where she posts her like mm-hmm. artwork. Ooh. It's called Bush Baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's so shy. Like really? she, at the Midsummer Night Stream party, not this past summer, the one before, it was the last one at the mansion. You know, every girl is like in, wearing essentially pasties and laundry wants all kinds of attention. She was in a baby doll dress with a mini backpack looking so cute and normal. And Aww. I was like, I admire that. <laughs> Even though you didn't really abide by the dress code of pajamas <laughs> or lingerie. You still, I love that, you know, you're not, show, she's like the opposite of a show off. 
Amazing. Yeah. This is fun, scale. guys. Wasn't this good? <laughs> this was so fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Everyone, sh- are you monthly in the magazine? So the uh, as of January, the magazine will be quarterly because oh, print is oh. expensive and dead. Yeah. That's crazy. But this magazine will never die because I don't it, think it will. It won't actually. So that's it's cool. A legend. But yeah. Yeah. So they can find you in every and issue and online. Playboy.com. You have to register to read more than a couple articles, which is annoying, but <laughs> worth it. Worth it. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you. I hope you guys liked the latest episode of Reality Bites. If you liked what you heard, you better smash those five stars. And if you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a free sex goodie from Doc Johnson. <sighs> O-M-G. So send those screenshots or questions or love letters to realitybitespod at gmail.com. That's bites with a Y.